Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. And here is your host, Matt McSherry. Hello and welcome to another episode with myself today, actually. I'm uh, having a bit of a break from Rob and I'm doing this one on my own. So today I'm going to be covering life hacks, how to take control of your habits. Now, before I kick start, I just want to share with you a quote which really resonates with me and I feel as though it's very relevant to the rest of this episode. It's by a guy called John C. Maxwell, who's an American author and speaker who specializes more in leadership. And the quote is, you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. Now, this really resonates with me because I think it's such a powerful quote. If you can make sure that you're doing something consistently every day, even if it's something small, that will have an effect, as they call it, the compound effect. And over time, that will get stronger and stronger and stronger and build into something a lot bigger than what it would if you were to not do anything at all. So I found that very, very powerful. So I hope you can take something from that. And for the rest of this episode, I want to be able to give you some great strategies to help eliminate your bad habits and to install good habits into your daily routines. So as a trusted Google says, a habit is defined as a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So essentially, habits are behavior patterns and they can be in the form of procrastination as a bad habit, watching too much TV, biting your nails, stereotyping, overspending, spending too much time on social media and so on and so forth. You get my drift. You know, your good habits could be every day you're waking up and you're doing your morning routine and you're sticking to that, you're disciplining yourself. You know, these are all good habits that you can do in order to have a, a positive outlook on the rest of your day. So habits can be essentially the difference between success and failure. And once you manage to take hold of your daily habits and reverse the negative ones into more positive ones, and you'll find that you'll increase your productivity significantly, which is going to help you get more done in less time and give you more focus. And then that will free up more time. So then it can spend that time doing more things that you love. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to cover five ways to help you eliminate bad habits out of your daily routines. So the first one, identify what your trigger points of that bad habit is. So let me jump into that a little bit more. What causes your habit? Is it something that you, are you surrounding yourself in a bad environment? Are you surrounding yourself with a certain person who is bringing out these bad habits? I.e. you you hang around with someone who likes a good drink and you're not really into going out and drinking that much, but then they kind of pull you into going on a night out and spending money and drinking and so on and so forth. Or are you surrounding yourself in other bad areas, which is causing you to eat unhealthily? Or are you not preparing your food before you go to work? Therefore, you're eating a chocolate bar, you're eating Telba food at lunch. You know, these are identifying what they, what your trigger points are. Number two, have a clear out. If you are looking to have a better diet, then make sure that you clear your cupboards of the shit foods, essentially mind my uh, French. If you have crap food in the cupboard, what are you more inclined to go do? If you see it and you've got a bit of a sweet tooth after you've had a meal, 
chances are, if it's in your cupboard, you're going to carry on doing that bad habit. So have a total clear out and make sure that you've got no way of bringing back them bad habits. Number three, swap it. Swap a bad habit for a better habit. Again, when it comes down to diet, if you know that you eat chocolate or you've got a bit of a sweet tooth, then replace that for a piece of fruit. So by swapping a good, sorry, a negative habit with a good habit, then that is going to help you feel more disciplined, more in control, and long-term, overall, just better. And this also goes for if you watch TV on a regular basis and you're a bit of a Netflix binge or whatever it may be, then by all means, carry on watching Netflix, but just watch something that's going to help you grow and develop as a person in the area that you're focusing on. So watch documentaries about successful people, watch biographies, you know, whatever it may be, just to give you more insight and more knowledge and development in the areas that you want to focus on. So swap it for a better one. Number four, ease it in over time. So avoid cold turkey, essentially. So what I mean by ease it in, don't just, once you've decided to stop a bad habit, say, for example, let's use coffee because a lot of people out there like coffee. So instead of just cutting coffee totally out of your routine, ease it out over time. So maybe a couple of weeks, if you have four coffees a day over the first week, try and cut that down on a daily basis to, you know, two coffees a day. By the end of the first week, beginning of the second, try and cut that down to one coffee a day. And then by the end of the second week, you could maybe have one every other day. And then the week after that, you can then totally cut it out if that's what you're looking to do. So ease it in over time. And that leads us nicely down to number five, which is just jump in and bite the bullet. So it's the opposite of obviously easing in. Now, this depends on your personality type because not everybody could do this. I'll use Rob for an example. I mean, he, once he gets something in his head, he'll just totally cut it out and that is it. And he'll be absolutely fine. He always says that initially for the first week, it's pretty difficult. But once you can overpower that, and move forward from it, then it becomes a lot easier. So someone like myself, I would be able to do that as well. Like what I'm planning on doing um, next month is having a month off coffee just to kind of test and see how I get on with totally just cutting out my habit as a, as a routine. Because what I'm finding is when you drink too much coffee, your body relies on coffee as an energy source. So say, for example, you have a coffee at seven in the morning and two in the afternoon when these points are going to be flagging. Your body is going to be expecting coffee at that time. Therefore, your body will automatically feel tired, lethargic, run down until you have that coffee to bring you back up again. So if you can kind of replace that bad habit with a good habit of not having coffee and having something like fruit, which can help release natural energy, then that is going to be far more beneficial for you moving forward. So that's the five. So we've got number one, identify your triggers. Number two, have a clear out. Number three, swap it. Number four, ease it in over time. Or number five, on the opposite of that, jump in and bite the bullet. So I am now going to give you six techniques for installing good habits. So number one, set yourself up to succeed. There's no point, I'll use the gym for example, in joining a gym that's 30 miles away from your house. Chances are, after a couple of weeks, you're going to start making excuses 
I'm, I'm sure one of them will, you know, traffic will be bad. Um, it's taking too much time. You know, just don't set yourself up to fail. You want to be setting yourself up to succeed. So join a gym closer to your home. These are all little life hacks that you can use to help create good habits rather than the bad habits. Number two, think addition, not subtracting. So focus more on what you can add into your life instead of dwelling on the things that you have to subtract. Now, let's use diet, for example. Should you be looking to increase the amount of good foods that you're putting in your diet on a daily basis? Then focus on the good foods that you're bringing into your diet. Don't focus on the negative food types that you're missing because where energy goes, sorry, where focus goes, energy flows. I'll get that right. And if you focus on the things that you're minusing out your diet, then chances are you're going to keep thinking about them and it's just going to bring back them bad habits and you're going to find the temptations and then you're going to act on them and it's, it's not going to end well for you. So think addition, not subtracting. Number three, public display of accountability. Tell people what you're going to do. Tell your friends, tell your family, post it on Facebook because if people can see what you're doing, then that's going to give you more of an incentive to stick to your habits. And I'm actually going to use Rob for an example here again. And he posts an accountability uh, post on Facebook every month. And within that accountability, he tells people how he's getting on, you know, how many days it's been since he's cut out certain things from his habits or his diet or whatever it may be. And by doing that, one, it inspires people. So the law of reciprocity kicks in because if you're helping inspire other people, you know, it's going to carry on going down that chain and you're going to help influence, inspire, motivate other people to change their lives as well. Not only that, it's going to be great for yourself because you're not going to want to disappoint the people that are watching in. So this is such a powerful tool to, to have in your arsenal and it will help you massively to be able to give or to, to switch them bad habits into more positive ones. So that takes us on to number four, which is find a success buddy. So someone that can be accountable for you, you know, whether that's in the gym, so a personal trainer, you know, whether it's a specific mentor within your niche, business, property, whatever it may be. But just find someone who's going to be accountable to help you through the hardships and to give you that reassurance that you need in order to be able to push through the hard moments and achieve your successes. So find someone that will help you do that. Number five, competition. Everybody loves a little bit of a friendly competition. And it's actually proven that when people are in a competitive mindset, they are likely to work harder and actually perform better. So if you're in a work workplace or, you know, it could be your staff or whatever, then set up a little competition and whether it, you know, whether it's to get so many leads, whether it's to make so many phone calls, uh, whether it's to have a better diet, just, just have a little bit of fun with it. Get creative because as soon as you put someone in a, a competi competitive mindset, then you're going to set them up to achieve a lot more in a lot less time, uh, so to speak. So it, it's such, again, it's such a powerful tool to have this. That takes us on to number six, celebrate the fruits of your victories. So by anchoring your emotions of achievement to reward, this is going to help you to maintain your focus and give you purpose to whatever it is that you're doing. So by anchoring your emotions to some sort of reward, whether that be, you know, going out for a nice meal, 
having a nice glass of wine, spending some time with, you know, your partner, whatever it may be, just reward yourself and make sure that you celebrate all your fruits of the victories that you've had. So just quickly to recap over them six. So we've got number one, set yourself up to succeed. Number two, think addition, not subtracting. Number three, public display of accountability. Number four, find a success buddy. Number five, competition. So set up a little competition between your accountability buddy or within your workplace. And number six, celebrate the fruits of your victories. Right. Now I've just covered the five strategies for eliminating bad habits, as well as the six techniques for installing good habits. So I hope you can get some value from that and start implementing that within your daily routines to get the most out of it and eradicate them bad habits and replace them for the good. Now, what I'd like to do, I'd like to give you a further exercise to finish off. So what I'd like you to do is write down a list of your bad habits. Now, I wouldn't recommend this if you're driving. When you get a chance, just pull up, put them on your phone, on Evernote or whatever it may be and write it down. But what I want you to do is be totally open and transparent. Do not lie to yourself. Just be totally open. Write down, it could be whether you watch too much TV, you go out too much, you drink too much, spend too much, absolutely anything. Just be true to yourself. Now, what I want you to do is pick one of them bad habits and I want you to cut it out for a full 30 days. So basically have a habit fast, as I call it. Now, the idea of this exercise is to check your discipline more than anything. Be in control. Don't let your body overrule you and your bad habits take control. You want to be disciplining yourself to stick it out. It's 30 days. It's not a long time in the grand scheme of things. And it's also to see how embedded embedded this, this habit is within your subconscious. So it's a great indicator because if you struggle over that, this 30 days, then that is an indication that is, it is really deep within your subconsciousness. So you might want to consider totally cutting that out of your diet and, and kind of evaluating whether it actually serves any good purpose in your life. And if that's the case, then it could be a case of rather totally jumping in and biting the bullet, as we said in the five strategies for eliminating bad habits, which is number five, or ease it in over time, which was number four, to avoid that cold turkey sensation. So it'd be great to hear how you get on with this exercise. It's not easy, but it's a great indication to how embedded this habit is. Let us know on the socials, get in touch. It'd be great to hear from you. As always, um, it's been a pleasure to bring you this content and I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been slightly different today, actually, with uh, with, without, with Rob and uh, being on my own. But yeah, I've really enjoyed it. So again, keep in touch. Let us know how you're getting on. It'd be great to hear your feedback and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you very much. All the best.